This episode is brought to you by Duncan. <laughs> Duncan just dropped a new kind of energy. They called it Sparked. <laughs> Berry burst, peach sunshine, flavors I love. Did you guys try it already? I can't say no to two kinds of flavors. One is peach and one is berry. And a medium's $3. Now through March 19th. So drop by and get sparked by Duncan. Sparked energy drinks are fruit flavored, contain 0% fruit juice. Beverages contain caffeine from caffeine and guarana. Participation may vary. Limited time offer terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Royal Caribbean. Why settle on one kind of vacation this year? On Royal Caribbean, you can do it all. Catch waves on a surf simulator, lounge poolside, and check out a Broadway show. Then enjoy rustic Italian flavors at Giovanni's Italian Kitchen or hibachi and sushi at Izumi, all while setting sail to the Caribbean, Europe, or perfect day at Coco Cay, Royal Caribbean's private island. This isn't just one vacation. This is all the vacations. Visit royalcaribbean.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Coca-Cola. New Coca-Cola Spiced. It's not spicy, but it does have unexpected, extraordinary tastes. For some people, it's like... Like falling on a meteor, fighting a bear just to land safely on the ocean on your own private island with a new best friend? It's like when you're in that hotel in Las Vegas and the gondola singer is rowing you around the canals, and for that beautiful moment, you forget you're not actually in Venice. It's like running into a hurricane, but then you find yourself with the eye of the storm, and you're actually like a really pretty field, and like the wind is lightly blowing, and there's like leaves and the smell of fall. Or it's like... But, you know, I had something and it wasn't that. And you really threw me off my groove. It's like hearing your friend come up with his own idea, but then realizing that your idea is so much better, you have to say it right now. Coca-Cola Spice, it's bursting with refreshing notes from raspberry and spice flavors. It's an uplifting taste experience unlike any other. Try all new Coca-Cola Spiced and Coca-Cola Spice Zero Sugar today and find out. Copyright 2024, The Coca-Cola Company. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This week, the gents discuss the competitive nature of mankind. Magnificent Mark laughs at what turns out to be a eulogy. Meek Goat Bob declares the age of hockey and refuses to compare an active player. And Winsome Wade dishes the dirt on Tyler's apocalypto tag. From LeBron James's record to D buttons on the PS controller. Yes, it's time for I'm Better. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Distractable. I'm your host because Bob couldn't take the win. Just My name is Wade. Hello. What's up, Bob? You'd be gracious about it. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It's good. I'm happy for you. Good job. I mean, how else do I describe it other than like you were literally... Handed a win and said, no, please flip a coin. Bob has such a strong interest in fairness that he felt like <laughs> he didn't want Wade to feel cheated in an episode where clearly Mark had <laughs> had uh, plans and designs from the beginning. <laughs> Fair though it may have been, yeah. I didn't want you to feel like you were robbed of any any ex- extraordinary fairness in, in your favor, but not in your favor because it was fair. Theoretically, the subreddit can have no objections. Literally, I'm telling them... Literally, there's nothing to be upset about. You cannot say that it's not fair, subreddit. To be completely fair, though, Uh at the end of an episode Mark hosted, I won, and I tried to cheat and give you a win, and even in whatever I hosted, I forced you to host the episode. Like, we both tried to cheat to help you win, and even we can't stop you from (sighs) losing. Cheating is not... No one prospers when we (laughs) cheat, okay? Cheating is not how you get ahead in life. You have to work hard, 
and really just be persistent and and do your best. And the good guys will win in the end, and the meek shall inherit the earth. And that's I'm the meek, baby. Meek means loses a lot. I went to Cheat Code Central or Cheat Code Planet, CheatCC.com, looked for distractible game shark codes, and even after trying to find those, I couldn't help you win, Bob. Do you guys remember those websites, by the way? Those are kind of. That's a really niche I reference. I, like, I mean, yeah. Websites, yeah, I used to go because you go look up like inputs or whatever for you know how how do you where what's your, where's the where's the cheat screen and what's the input? Oh, how to play as minion in Twisted Metal Two or Game mm-hmm. Shark code, which I didn't have a Game Shark for a while, so I always looked at those and like longingly, and I was like, oh man, I could play as Dark Tooth if I had a Game Shark, but I don't. Did you know they're making a a, a Twisted Metal movie? I saw that. I heard rumors. Will it be good? No. There's no way that it could be good. Will it inspire another game? Oh. Yeah, it could. Will it be good? <laughs> All right, I'm glad you feel it, about those things. <laughs> I think it would work as a mobile game. I think there's a world where if you put together a Twisted Metal mobile game. Now, I've never played it before, but if it was some kind of like endless car You're driving wrong, runner. That's terrible. What do you mean? What? I'm sorry. Because... I can't sit here and allow you to tell me that one of my childhood favorites belongs in like a gotcha mobile Mark, game. Mark well, no, is just right. Because you it's only mobile... play. It's a go mobile on. game. What you do is you take, <laughs> um, you take Temple Run. You yeah. take Temple Run. You replace the guy with a model of minion, and you replace a temple with a road. And you call it minion You have run. to have cheats to get minion. You have to be like Warthog or Sweet Tooth. Okay, or, whatever. Who even, cares? I don't know anything any... about this. Yeah, just because you only play gotcha-style shitty mobile games doesn't mean <laughs> that good mobile games can't possibly exist. It's I just another platform. Solitaire and Risk. <laughs> Dude, Risk on mobile is actually pretty fun. It is pretty fun. That is actually, is. That's pretty fun. I mean, a, a lot of people don't like it, but the Diablo mobile game ha- was a pretty authentic experience to Diablo, even though it was filled yeah, with microtransactions. It was. If you can ignore the microtransactions and don't get sucked in, if you just want to run around and do Diablo things, it's pretty fun. It was, yeah. yeah I would agree. It just got to a certain point where it's like, man, I sure need to have some upgraded gems. What are the odds of getting one? Ah, $100,000 worth of chances. Yeah, well, just because you think uh, Twisted Metal is such a terrible game that it can't possibly be adapted in a good way doesn't mean that it's a bad game. <laughs> or it couldn't happen. My entire name is built on the foundation of stealing from them. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, show, everybody. Mark, Mark, I'm disappointed in you. Where one of us hosts, the other two compete for points. And obviously, you know our relationship by this point. I'm legally obligated to care about how you guys are doing today. How are you? Oh. Good. Oh. That's great. Gleefully oh. awaiting the delivery of my quad lock phone case. Yes, I may have already ordered one. Wow. In the, in, wow. Just in the time in between, we may have recorded these episodes on the same day, and I may have ordered one in between the sessions. Well, what do you mean? I'm wearing a whole new outfit today. It's a different... You can tell I got Me my haircut. Too, yeah. See, I got my haircut. And sure. Definitely uh, just changed shirts. I'm great. I'm doing real good. That's mm. great. I am wrestling with technology, which is a perpetual state of being in my life. So what... 
are you wrestling with, may we ask? I, I, man, I don't want to get into it. So I got that enclosure for the hard drive array so I can copy over the files. <laughs> and I quickly set it up and then it wasn't working. And then I came in, I dragged the whole enclosure over here. And then I was like, why isn't it working? And then I was like, oh, I need to upgrade the software license for the RAID software. And I dragged it back over to my laptop. And I was like, okay, get going. I think it's working and it's transferring, but I don't even think it's transferring it. Pulls me. It's just like, and then I'm gonna have to go over there and be like, well, I probably gotta stop this because it said three days to transfer it all. I'm yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> Wait, your new hard drive enclosure plays Raid Shadow Legends? No! That would make a great not mobile game. That would make a great immobile game. I think they have a PC version of that. I'm pretty sure that. I like Raid. I actually had fun playing Raid. That's, that's what we should call PC games. Immobile games. Immobile games. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Very right you are. Well, that sounds fun, Mark. Seems like you're doing good, too. Yeah, I'd agree. I don't want to talk about anything. Can I go home? <laughs> you are home! No, you no. are home! This is where you live! No, shh, shh. I mean, <laughs> oh. I mean, this podcast is where you live. In a room? I assume you're in a building. You could live there. No, no, no. Are you in a room that's not enclosed by a building? Are you moments, inches away from nature encroaching Look, upon you? I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. All I know is that Wade can't possibly make me lose, so I'm just going to phone this episode in. I, I think that I have it in the bag, and I'm not even going to worry about anything. You know, <laughs> I don't know how else we can cheat to give Bob the win and still have him fail, but maybe we'll find a way. Uh, no offense, Bob. Try! Take some points from me. You ain't got nothing. Cheaters never lose, okay? So cheat all you want. It's only going to make you win harder. <laughs> yeah, you're just a bitch baby host who can't even make Bob win. It's going to be me no matter what. Why even try? You were the bitch host last time that couldn't make Bob win. The episode was called Bob Wins or something, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean... Something like that. And boy, did it deliver. I don't have any crazy gimmicks today. I'm just going to assign points based on some fun competition between us talking about what I think are relatively interesting topics. Topics about competition. Mm. It's weird how competitive everything is, and it's so unnecessarily so. Like, we'll talk about some of these things more in depth, but people are super competitive about, like, Coke versus Pepsi, Nike versus, like, Adidas or Reebok or whoever. The console wars, Xbox is better, no PlayStation's better. There's all this competition, and we're going to dive in and talk about how we feel about it, whether it's necessary, and I will give points accordingly, definitely with no bias toward Bob. And we're going to tell anyone who likes anything why they're stupid for liking it and caring so much. Yes. Yeah? You know, you could just name him. We're talking about Tyler, obviously. Mr. Hyper-Competitive oh, here. That's right, our guest, Tyler! <laughs> did anyone call him? Is he here? Yeah, maybe. Tyler? He's, did, did anybody he's call only him? our guest in spirit. He, Mark oh, will okay. be possessed by the ghost of Tyler, and that's how Tyler's the guest. It's a it's a Go reference! Gotcha. Tyler, we're only talking about you behind your back. Just the way you like You guys like do it. that, right? Don't you get possessed by the ghost of uh, viewers or something? Oh, you know, yeah, just absolutely. You guys do, right? Oh, red chips! Oh, I hate red! Oh, I'm so angry I'm leaving. Sorry, but Tyler. Tyler, go away. Go to Mark. What? It's your turn to babysit. What? Excuse have you guys me? never heard the story? This is, a, this is an aside. Tyler doesn't you, like red chips? Have you ever heard the story of how he got the name Apocalypto? No. I assume he was in Maybe. that movie. No. It boiled down to a night where some friends and I were gathered together at my mom's house. We were, I don't know, teenage. We were probably in high school. 
and we were going to play some like poker with no stakes. There was no money involved. I just had this cool poker set of like chips and cards. And we're like, yeah, let's just play some cards. Pointless poker, got it. So we sat around a table. I divvied up chips. Everyone had the same amount. I forget how many different colors of chips there were, like four or four, whatever the standard thing is. It was a standard like poker set. Usually four colors. And we play, I deal out the first bit of cards. We're playing standard Texas Hold'em, whatever. First round, nobody really has anything. Everyone puts in like the least amount of money to bet. No one does any raising or whatever. It's more so just like, ugh, two and a jack. Yeah, just gonna call. I guess let's see if the river, the flop, the river, the turn. Let's see what I get from this. I said that out of order, I'm sorry. Bet all red chips, somebody won, the rest of us lost, whatever, next hand. Oh man, don't really like my cards. I got like a three and a nine. Can't get it really straight, they're different suits. I guess I'll just play to see what turns over. Maybe I'll get a pair of three of a kind or something. Ugh, nothing, guess I'll fold. Everyone else kind of felt the same way. It was at this point, Tyler stood up and said, this is stupid. Nobody's even bet anything besides stupid red chips. I don't even want to play anymore. And he just like walked out. And we were like, okay, Apocalypto, it's not the end of the world. We played two hands of poker before Tyler rage quit. And his reason he was upset was because no one bet a chip that was a different color than red. He wanted people to like go all in on the second hand. He was very upset. It was- I was- <laughs> I was that I that say, is the story. I was really waiting for there to be a moment where you were like, hey, we were playing poker. And Tyler was like, what do you guys think the apocalypse? Apocalypse. Mm. What's that called? The end of the world? The apocalypto? <laughs> Apo no. Everyone was like, ha ha ha. You don't know the word apocalypse. We called him that just out of like frustration for what we perceived as overreacting to not wide enough color betting variety in the first two or three. It might have been three hands. Isn't there just white, red, and blue chips? I remember playing Sometimes poker green. Sometimes with you guys. Green in sets. Were there green? I don't even think there were green chips, were there? I've had, there I've had four many, color sets of chips. But, but you yeah. know, like red was the lowest amount. It was like 50 or whatever, and then it was like 100, five, whatever the numbers were. But mm. no one wanted to bet their chips on like an offsuit two jack, and nobody had anything. And the rip, like nobody, the, the thing that won those first two rounds was like, Oh, I had an ace high, or I had a pair of twos. It was really not that interesting. But Tyler wanted there to be like river card, world series of poker finals table, like levels of drama in the first few hands. He wanted to see three stacks of red chips. I want to put $500 of blue chips in. No money behind this, mind you, but he just did not like the fact that people weren't bluffing in the first two hands of the game. We played for all of... 10 minutes after 20, 30 minutes of setup before Tyler was done for the night. And we called him Apocalypto because it felt like the apocalypse was coming over betting some red chips. Mm. That's Seems it. That's the story. Oh, I appreciate that there's a motivation for the name. I just, I was really hoping there'd be more of an explanation. I wonder if he'll have more to add that he remembers. That's how I remember it. Is Apocalypto a word? Is that like a term that you call someone that? Or someone just literally was like, He's a real apocalypto. I think someone <laughs> just, just I, it might be a word, but I think someone just called him that. I don't remember who it was. I can't take credit. Someone said, okay, apocalypto. Wow. Wow. That, that's it. That's the story. If you want more stories about why Tyler's named what he's named, you should listen to Go My Favorite Sports Team, the top sports, not sports podcast on the sports podcast charts. Hell yeah. The masters of balls and sticks or balls and holes or other things. And also Mark is there. Mm -hmm. Dude, they're the master of anything. A moment that still lives rent free in my head. I think I've talked about on the show before, 
is literally whenever Tyler was reading and he finishes reading this excerpt and Mark's like, well, that's kind of sad. And, Mar and Tyler's like, dude, it's a eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, like, yeah. That's a sad no. poem. <laughs> no, you gotta understand. It was the funniest poem. It was so goddamn funny what he was reading, and then it ended all sad. And I was like, "Oh man, it was so funny. Why did it have to end depressing?" And he was like, "Dude, it's a eulogy." <laughs> I'm like, oh. So yeah, no, uh, that it did end sad, but I that realized is why. Free in my head did you? Go ahead. Did you know it was a eulogy? And no! you just wished it had been. Oh, okay. I, I was sort of hoping Tyler was like, here, can I read you guys this eulogy? And it got to the end, and you were just like, ah, bummer. You suck. <laughs> More jokes. <laughs> of course I have to die yeah, at the end. What kind of story is this? Yeah, that's, that is mostly my uh, contribution to the show. It was very much just like, oh man, that is just stupid. <laughs> it was a beautiful moment that I very much enjoyed, and it's just lived rent-free in my head ever since. But okay. anyway, wow. to get back to the topic at hand, I'm going to read you oh, just a shit ton of statistics about something real quick. It's going to prove a very mundane point, okay? Okay. I'm excited. Tyler, I'm sorry. I'm probably stealing something from Go My Favorite Sports Team, but you can you can steal it back from me. All right. There's this huge debate between who's the greatest of all time in the NBA, and everyone always is like, it's LeBron, it's Michael Jordan, and some other people have other opinions, but those are the two that get like the most of the praise. All right. Michael Jordan made six finals. He won all six. LeBron's made the finals 10 times. This is before the NBA's playoffs are done for 2023, 2024, or whatever this year is. So mind you, he's playing right now in the playoffs as we're recording this. He might have won another one, lost another one. I don't know. I'm excluding that. Uh, he's been there 10 times, but only won four, but he made it four more times. He's won 41 playoff series. I think 42 as of now. I think Jordan had won 30 series. LeBron is 42 and 22 in conference finals games. Michael Jordan's 29 and 16. Michael Jordan missed the playoffs two times, didn't make the playoffs at all seven times in his career. LeBron missed the playoffs four times, fell short of the finals six times. Uh, LeBron is 182 and 96 in the playoffs. Jordan is 119 and 60 in the playoffs. Uh, LeBron averages 9.1 playoff wins per season, 4.8 losses. Jordan averages 7.9 playoff wins per season with four losses. Jordan averages 33.6 points, six rebounds, six assists in finals games. LeBron, 28.4 points, so five points less, 10.2 rebounds, so four more rebounds, and 7.8 assists, so about two more assists per game. All of those numbers, to me, sound like these are two pretty really fucking good players that have some really good pros and similar stuff. They're pretty similar. If you count LeBron's two more assists, every assist is at least two more points, right? So that's four more points he's responsible for, which only puts them one point apart. But LeBron also averages four more rebounds. To me, all of these fucking numbers go to show me that these guys are really good, but we are obsessed with the society as comparing them. Who is the best? And I've got, I've got the numbers here. So if you guys have questions, feel free to ask. But being as we're talking about good, my favorite sports team, I figured the first debate we would talk about is this. LeBron is a 6 24 and then Mike Jordan was less had four uh, you know what I think I got the numbers internalized cool. I'm with Great. you I'm with you uh look this this whole thing to me I would cut this off I would nip this at the bud because it's really stupid to talk about who gets to be considered in the grace of all time when one of them is still playing the game 
I understand that LeBron has accomplishments that uh, potentially exceed or at the very least are comparable and competitive in terms of like statistical analysis with MJ. MJ retired what in like 98 or something he's been after retired the 96 for a couple... season i think and then he came back for the 98 season or something like that and then he played baseball or i don't remember but like he's been re he's been retired for a couple decades he ain't dead he's still around and he does interviews and stuff but his career is over he's not doing any more basketball stuff so you could look at it and be like this is what he did so he's at least in the top lebron's not done I know he's getting older. He's, it feels like he's been playing basketball my whole life because he's been in the league since I can really remember it. 20 seasons. This is his 20th season. Jordan played 15. This is the 20th for LeBron. Yeah. LeBron's not done. So it's really not, it doesn't matter if you want to talk about it. You wait till he's retired and talk about all the old retired guys whose numbers are all set and who will never accomplish another thing. And then you could be like, oh, well, he's clearly, he's better in this than in this, but LeBron had more of these and blah, 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 blah. Clearly, I'm not super invested in bass. I don't know anything about NBA. but I'm not either. I literally Google all this right before the... It seems really stupid to me to talk about anyone who's currently playing in any sort of sport or competition or whatever and be like, they are the greatest of all time that has ever had been. They are still having been. They are being right now. They're not the greatest <laughs> of anything yet. They're becoming the greatest, and when they retire, then they could be the greatest. That seems like the end of it to me, but people, sports people are ridiculous. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's all that number focus. I mean, I've had this debate with Tyler a lot, a lot, what? more no, than I would what? ever wanted to do just no. because, like, I'm not a sports guy, but <laughs> it's uh, it has come up a few times, but it, I think he has a good opinion of it. It's just, like, it's impossible to say who the best is because there are so many other factors, especially in a team-based sport, This is yep. and it's something that I've been convinced, like, yes, it is impossible to say because one person's stats could be inflated by their team's support of them, and therefore it could sway things one or another. But I, I, I agree. It's like the debate is silly because, yeah, they're not done. They could just, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. Sports people's obsession with talking about who the GOAT is in any context, and uh, but also them constantly conflating people from different eras of sports where, like, like I know more about hockey, right? We're in an era of hockey right now where goaltending is very good. There's a there's high skill goalies. They save a lot of pucks. Like high mid ninety percent save percentage is like a good achievable percentage. There was a long time where goalies kind of just stood there, and when the puck got shot at them, they were like, "Whoa!" And if it went in, it went in, <laughs> and like that was it. That's you know, in the era when Gretzky scored his his tons and tons and tons of goals, goaltending was not the same as it is now. That doesn't mean that Gretzky is not the great one of hockey, the greatest of all time, who holds so many records by such a wide margin that he's still, like, hard to reach. People are not going to touch his records for quite a while, some of them, anyway. But it's completely different. It's like he was playing a slightly different sport, and it's like that with all sports. Like, basketball, when Jordan played, is not the same as it is now. Guys are different sizes, different, there's different strategies. I don't know basketball, but, like, it's different. It seems stupid to try and compare someone who played decades ago to someone who's playing now and say it's exactly the same sport lebron is just better clearly or maybe lebron plays in an era where you know rebounds are way more meaningful than points and so maybe he scores less points than michael but he gets way more rebounds or whatever like I, again i don't know the actual numbers but it's it's just different everything is different the stats mean different things the numbers are not unequivocally valuable one point is not equal to one point if they're 50 years apart in the same sport
Sports people are ridiculous, though. They'll argue until they're literally hoarse and sick and they hate each other and they storm off it screaming. It's nasty. And it's like, you're both wrong, I guess. I don't know. You're both right. Who cares? Aren't we just out here because we like sports? Can't we just watch the Super Bowl and not talk about Tom Brady if he's the greatest of all time? If there's one thing I've learned, that is not how it goes. Yeah, it's, well, it it's not about that. It just ain't, is it? Don't even try to make it just about that. It's not. So all those sports fans who listen to this podcast, I guess what I'm saying is you're stupid. You heard it here first, everybody. You're dumb. Breaking news. Bob, 16 points for being so brave. <laughs> How could I say something so brave but so true? It's incredible. I don't know. Incredible. Can't believe you. Can't believe you and how right you are. This episode is brought to you by Duncan. <laughs> Duncan just dropped a new kind of energy. They called it Sparked. <laughs> Berry Burst Peach Sunshine flavors I love. Did you guys try it already? I can't say no to two kinds of flavors. One is peach and one is berry. And a medium's $3. Now through March 19th. So drop by and get sparked by Duncan. Sparked energy drinks are fruit flavored, contain 0% fruit juice. Beverages contain caffeine from caffeine and guarana. Participation may vary. Limited time offer terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Square Enix. From Square Enix comes Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I played a ton of Final Fantasy VII when I was a kid. It was one of the first games that I actually 100%ed. I didn't. But anyway, the new standalone remake in the critically acclaimed series follows Cloud in the pursuit of his iconic antagonist, Sephiroth. Forge bonds with iconic characters in and out of combat, including Tifa, Barrett, and Aerith. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, out February 29th, exclusively on the Sony PlayStation 5. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. I'm a big dumb dummy. I love you, you big dumb dummy head. Uh, well, as a big dumb dummy, sometimes I have subscriptions that carry on a little too long. Like a few years. Okay, uh, this is starting to feel a little bit personal. Does that make me a big dumb dummy too? Oh, you big dumb dummy? I might also be one of those. Even if you're a big dumb dummy like us, you don't need to be a big dumb dummy to use Rocket Money. Because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower bills. You can tap on whatever you don't like seeing. If you see big red number that you don't like, you just tap on it and they'll cancel it for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 per year. With over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. One that hits closer to home for us three and some other Ohio Cincinnati residents, Gold Star and Skyline Chili. Uh-oh. They are direct competitors, but if you like Gold Star and you're talking to a Skyline person, you are getting that judgmental face. A lot of people are like, well, most people know of Skyline. Skyline's the one that's like more known, more recognizable, I guess, like we talk about more. Because it's better. Uh, but Gold Star, I like both. Because it's better. But <laughs> but that's the reaction you get. It's like, uh, Gold Star or Skyline? Dude, Skyline. Or, you know, well, dude, look, I don't want to walk right into this. I don't want to be an open... No, play. no. It's Make a, a bold claim. Do it. Uh, no. God. It yes. Do, do it. it. Stake your ground. <laughs> I prefer Gold Star. Wow. And I thought we were friends. That's wild. I like I like both pretty evenly. Bob's a Skyline. Mark's a Gold Star. There's one reason. Because it, you, you could talk about like a, the, the chili differences and whatever. And, and that doesn't really matter because when I... When I'm there, it's about the experience of being at the restaurant, but it doesn't boil down. The customer service is the same. 
The difference is the hot sauce provided, literally. That's the only reason I prefer Gold Star because when I go to Gold Star and I'm not ordering takeout or whatever from either one, it doesn't matter because I have Frank's Red Hot at home. Gold Star has Frank's Red Hot there, and it's my preferred hot sauce, and that's it. That's my not but I'll sponsored, that. but we could be. No. Mark puts that shit I don't, on everything. It's because <laughs> like Skyline has Tabasco style <laughs> hot sauce where it's mostly vinegar and it's mostly like watery. I'm not saying there's a huge difference between them. There is a difference. Molly loves Skyline hot sauce, by the way. <sighs> it's just it's so watery. It's so watery. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. it, it mixes in, Mark. It's not supposed to be its own thing. It mi- it's a, it adds to the flavor. It doesn't try and no. I- gold star has to me the difference the difference to me obviously the chili's different i like both uh if i'm gonna get spaghetti chili and cheese which is called a three-way here in cincinnati no joke it's called a three-way uh if i'm gonna get a three-way i prefer skyline if i'm gonna get chili cheese fries i prefer gold star and i like conies from both and the reason i prefer gold stars chili cheese fries is because they use crinkle cut fries that stay crispy longer than the like the shoestring like fries skyline uses it's true skyline's fries just get soggy fast gold stars stay crispy longer that's the difference to me. But I like both. I enjoy both. If someone's like, let's go to X, you know, names one, I'm like, I'm happy to go. But here in Cincinnati, like, or between you two, you see it's like, dude, Skyline's the best, obviously. No, dude, I prefer Gold Star. What? Can I can I just say this? Uh By these are these are the these are the big franchises, right? This is the Coke and Pepsi of, of Cincinnati Chili restaurants. These are the two that are talked about. Anyone yes. mm. anyone who is an actual connoisseur who lives in Cincinnati knows Blue Ash Chili, Blue Ash Chili yeah. is actually better than either Skyline or Gold Scar. Gold Star. And also Camp Washington Chili is an underrated local place that is on the level, I would say, with Blue Ash. Both of those are good, superior, like, Coney three-way type places. Can I make an admission? I've never had either one. I've never had either of those either. You have to go to them, right? They're not like Skyline and Gold Star have restaurants all around Cincinnati and in Ohio and in the whole region. You have to go to Blue Ash. You have to go to Camp Washington to get those. Those are like local joints. So it's a different discussion, but... I would highly recommend it. I really like Camp Washington myself. I would say a lot of people I know prefer Blue Ash, and I think Blue Ash Chili is like the best Cincinnati chili place. But, yeah, I know I this is one, too, where I feel really strongly, but I also don't... I'm not going to... Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get mad if someone likes Gold Star. I just... If I was going <laughs> to choose, I would choose to go to Skyline, but it's like you said. Like, Gold Star's fries are way better. That's the thing I they used are. to get, because there was a... on. I went to University of Cincinnati. In my opinion. Uh, as, as we all did. There was a Gold Star in the student center at UC. Best chili cheese fries. I had them a ton. That was one of my Same. favorite things. If I needed Same. food and I was on campus and I didn't have... I didn't think ahead to pack lunch. Cheese fries, Gold Star chili, boom. Best, favorite, delicious. I was, I'd never really had Gold Star. I was always, my family always goes to Skyline. And so whenever I was going to UC, there wasn't one on campus. There was only the Gold Star. So it was like, well, I guess I'll try it. And I was like, this is really good. And yeah, it was a very frequent lunch was I would go get an order of chili cheese fries from Gold Star, like work on schoolwork, whatever, sit there. I forget what the building was called, but yeah, we'd go there and eat chili T-U-C, cheese fries. TUC, Tangerman oh, yeah, University yeah, yeah, that was it. Center or something like that. Yeah, Tangerman. Yeah. So that's but the first in the ever spirit of this episode, and I think this is what you were going for, Wade. I'm gonna let me just hang on. 
I can't believe that you prefer Gold Star over Skyline, Mark. I think you're a coward. I oh, think if you, you need to have Frank's Red Hot Hot Sauce to enjoy something, then what you actually like is hot sauce, and you're not even judging it based on the chili, which is what the restaurants are named for. Oh, you, you don't even... You fucking idiot! You don't even know what good chili is. Skyline chili is an embarrassment to chili nationwide. People mock it mercilessly. Mm. At least Gold Star has some substance in their chili and not... Your goat feces or whatever the hell they put in there. Gold Star has more weird shit. They have more cinnamon. They put chocolate in their chili. That's messed up. As far as I know, Skyline only maybe does that. They probably oh, do. It's probably I'm sorry if you never heard of a you... mole before. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no. Is that what you were going for, Wade? I, yeah, Wade, is that, is that the, what you want? Is that the vibe? Uh... Not really, but it's, you know, Bob, very oh, brave. Okay. I'll give you 16 points for so brave. Mark, I was going to give you points until you just, like, for some reason, the moment you said something about Skyline not being good, it, like, stabbed me in the heart a bit. Wow. Oh, because wait, I the guy. Wait, I come guy. here and try it so much. Like, I'm used to people uh, shitting on Gold Star because it does get shit on more often, even though I like it. I'm just used to hearing that. But hearing mm. someone say something negative about Skyline, I feel like I've got to defend because it's like... That's why I tell people to come to Cincinnati. You can't be mean to it. I love it. Can I say, listen, can I say, I was born in Michigan, right? I was born in Pontiac. A lot of my family's in the Detroit, Michigan area. And I under, I like Skyline now. But when I was a kid, my family mocked Skyline because we had a Skyline near us. And, and real Coney Island chili cheese Coney's from a, from a Michigan, like a, from a Detroit Coney Island are a whole other kind of food. It's the same basic food, but it's real chili with like beans and shit in it and uh, chunky chili. That real Coney Island Coney's are kind of better than Skyline. Like People I like People don't always, but... I'm sure you two know this, but not everyone knows that you can add beans and onions to Skyline and Gold Star Chili. I think Gold Star. Do they not you know that? You can, but, but that's weird. That's not, they don't ask you that. When you order Coney's, you say, I want a cheese Coney. And they're like, do you want mustard and onions? And you say yes or no to that. But then yeah. they're not like, and you want I beans? I think on a Coney you can put it. But like if you order if you order a five-way instead of a three-way, if you order a five-way, you're getting beans and onion. If you order a four-way, you yeah. choose beans or onion. But it's always chili, cheese, spaghetti, or whatever. But I think on a Coney you could probably do that too, right? I'm sure they would put beans on a Coney if you wanted. That would just be <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, I guess onions already come on a Coney. So you just add beans? What would that be? Give me a, a five-way coney. <laughs> Put some spaghetti on that bitch, too. Make it a whole pile. Somebody the other day thought that. I mentioned a cheese coat, and they were like, you put spaghetti on a hot dog? Like, no, you could, but no. What you do is you wrap the hot dog in spaghetti and then you deep fry it, and it's like a crunchy spaghetti dog. We don't dog. do that. And then you, you put chili, beans, and yeah, no, I... I don't. I don't think they would do that at the restaurant. I got to be honest. I think Skyline might be offended if you tried to order that. They'd be confused. People get really worked up about this. I have to agree. That's another one where I. I don't get the angle. Food. It's all. Yeah. Sports. Consoles. PlayStation. Oh, PC. There's a correct Xbox. answer to this one. There is. There's a correct answer to this one. I, I will take whatever Bob's opposite opinion is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was waiting Bob. for you to stake some. All right, I have a strong opinion. I actually do have a strong <laughs> opinion about this. And for one reason, and on one specific narrow part of it... I think I know what it is. And I think you do know what it is, because I talk about this a lot. Mm -hmm. The Xbox controller yes. scheme is the correct controller scheme. I hate it. You, dude. Do you know why every third party controller 
looks like an Xbox controller. This is a Nintendo Switch uh, third-party pro controller. I grew up with know this. I love why it. they I need all it. look like Xbox controllers and not like DualShock piece of shit. Could you, whoa, I knocked over my Nintendo Switch really aggressively there. Because people's thumbs can't be in the same spot. Because, because you don't play a game like that. Design. Yes, look, you don't. I. I have big hands, and so this is this is the first too. DualShock controller where, like, I use this, and it's comfortable because it's big enough. But the joysticks, the two joysticks in the center, is just objectively wrong. There are some third-party controllers that, that mimic this only because they're PlayStation controllers. Keep going, Bob. I got to go get some. I'll be right back. Okay, do it. But all of the third-party controllers that are in any way good or uh, in any way popular look like an xbox controller because this is more comfortable why would you want your thumb that controls your character's movement to be all crooked and sideways honest to god it doesn't I, make sense wade i, understand I grew, that you grew up, up playing with playstation it, and i respect that and i remember when terrible. they first added analog because the first playstation controllers didn't have those at all it was i don't just, i forget that it was just the d-pad and the buttons there were none of these I think there were still buttons on the front, but I think they were almost evenly sized. They weren't like the the yeah, trigger there were, style. Yeah, there were like two bumper style buttons yeah. on the so front of the Yeah, playing my original yeah, yeah. Twisted Metal 2, you drove around with this. You held X to go, I think, and you drove with just these. And that's how you played. And I think PlayStation 2 introduced the analog controllers. There was actually a PSX controller, I think, that was had there? analog. But uh, but PS2 was the first DualShock that launched with the console that had analog on it. Yeah. But I think there are PS1 analog controllers as well, I think. But I think for me, because I just grew up with PlayStation, I had the PlayStation 1, and then when PlayStation 2 came out, I was like, oh, I want... I don't, I don't remember what generation did the first Xbox come out. Was that PS2 or PS3? Uh, the Xbox came out in the same generation as the GameCube, which was the same generation as the PS2, I, I think, think that's right. So I'd already been familiar with PlayStation... I believe on PlayStation 2, that's where Twisted Metal Black was going to be coming out, or one of the Twisted Metals was coming out on PlayStation 2, and I was in love with that franchise, so I was leaning toward PlayStation already, because one, I'd played it, and two, um, that's where that game was coming out. But there's also that ingrained, like, the whole point of this episode is not for us to fight over who wins and who's right. I'll it's, kill you! I'm about to fight! Okay, oh, okay. go for I'll it. I'm about to fight. Uh, so. But... Parent, I was mixed. <laughs> finish well, your sentence. Okay, Wade. well, yeah, you finish. You, okay. You, oh, you finish. Okay, finish. It's more so the fact that I was just used to it, comfortable with it, and then after playing three generations of PlayStation consoles, I was used to those two analogs being side by side. That I remember playing Call of Duty, and I was I used to care a lot about it. I was very into it. I had like a 1.3, 1.4 kill death ratio. I was very proud of that. Um, I forget which <laughs> Call of Duty it was. And, you know, maybe that's not the best in the world, but I was proud of it for me. I had a couple matches, whichever Call of Duty it was that had the maps Jungle and Firing Range. I had two matches where I had 40 plus kills and zero deaths, and I was just so proud of myself for those runs. And then my buddy got an Xbox, and he invited me over to play that same Call of Duty, but on Xbox. So I went over there and I played it. And I was at like a .73 kill death ratio because I could not get my brain to quickly map over to using an Xbox controller. Everything felt alien and it's I just felt different. terrible. It was Your literally thumb just almost gets half to be comfortable on an Xbox controller. That's the only difference. 
It's more ergonomic. I went from almost a three to what is it? A one point five kill death. I think you just need to get good. I think that's the problem. You're yes, just sad I mean, that is you're salty it. mad boy. But seeing that difference in production and just feeling like I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I felt horrible. I never wanted to play on an Xbox again, and I'd like I had this like mental barrier against them for a very long time because I was mm. like, dude, I cannot even start to fathom why someone would prefer this. This is terrible because I was just well, used to the PlayStation. Wade is full of bad opinions on PlayStation things. Mark, what do you have? Here comes an even worse opinion that you both are going to disagree with. Oh, God. My favorite controller of all time, even though I agree with Bob that the Xbox controller is like a great layout, my favorite controller of all time. The Stadia I knew Stadia was going to come into this somehow. The Stadia, I still use it even though Stadia Uh was discontinued because the weight of it feels wonderful in the hand. Uh The buttons aren't like with PlayStation where they're all soft and mushy. They've got good clicking and tactile feel to them. Uh, It is in the double bottom orientation which is not my preferred orientation but because of the way the controller is shaped versus the playstation's boomerang configuration it feels great in the hand it's just wonderful it's it it clicks it clacks it's just got such good functionality if only people gave stadia a chance and if google didn't quit there was a chance but people didn't even give it a chance stadia could have made something (laughs) <laughs> I, I I completely share your opinion that the, the build quality and the buttons and everything on the Stadia controller were very satisfying, were past tense because it's dead now. Um, but I there's it's inescapable that you, you just think that because you're a huge Stadia fanboy and you're never going to let it go. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I am a fan. Is that so wrong? I'm not, I'm not going to gloat about it because it is actually dead now, and I don't. Yeah, I don't need to gloat because clearly I was right. But um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so bold, but, Bob. Sixteen points. But the Stadia, the, oh, if the boy. Stadia controller had the correct joystick configuration, that would be a strong competitor for my favorite of all time as well, because it is the buttons and everything are nice. They're mm-hmm. very, they're very satisfying. They've got in a way that the PlayStation controller is not. They're very mushy. You're right. There's only one scenario that I like this figuration more is platformers because, like, 2D side-scrolling platformers because these are in line, and I like to use the the D-pad yeah. versus this for platformers. It's more precise yeah. in my opinion. And I do in Stadia. I did play a lot of platformers, and whenever I need to play a platform, I grab this controller and plug it into my computer. Except the buttons, buttons are, are so, so mushy, mushy. You'll never be able to tell if you're doing a jump input on the correct frame or not. He doesn't even have an answer. He's just going to ignore us. I don't feel mushy. It's just a flatter. This button feels flatter than like the Xbox button. They're it doesn't feel mushy. mushy. It's, it, They're my thing mushy. with Stadia is like, yes, of course there was latency. It's beaming the game from across the city. And it's still perfectly playable. Yeah. Okay, no, well, um, we know, Mark. I'm very sorry that your friend died. I'm. It's uh, my apologies. Thank you, thank you. Condolences. Why well, does always have to end so sad? What kind of poem is this? <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Um. Yeah, but no. Okay, so well, well, so we have strong opinions about the controllers, and I respect that, even though it makes me want to. Uh, it fills me with rage, and I hate you now. Uh. But can I just say? <laughs> 
the the idea of the console wars more broadly is one where we are today in gaming really stupid there are clear winners and losers i feel like every, all the three main console companies have very much established their place in the world and I don't think that's going to change in a meaningful way anytime soon. But also, it was always stupid. I just, like, if you want to say that you prefer the exclusives that Sony had over the exclusives that Microsoft had during the heyday of the console wars, I think that's pretty fair. I think Sony had some real bangers. I do think the Fable series as a Microsoft exclusive was very underrated. I do think Halo dominated the market early, but faded pretty hard after the original four or five games in that franchise came out and people kind of got over it. But exclusives are exclusives. There's exclusive shit everywhere. There are even games that are on PC, the least exclusive platform, but they're on Epic Games exclusively. And that means you have to interface with the Epic Game Store, which is just, just really mediocre and not getting any better or different at all, as far as I can tell. It's, I mean, you can spend money on it and you can download games on it, but why isn't it just Steam? Like, at least for the love of God, copy Steam. Like, Jesus Christ, Steam clearly <laughs> has established the baseline. Everyone expects Steam to be the gold standard, even if Steam has its issues, which it does. We all know it does. Everyone expects that. And why is Epic Games so different from Steam? It's just annoying, because everyone expects... Yeah, anyway, but the actual idea that Sony is better than Microsoft or vice versa, that whole thing, that's the most tiresome, exhausting shit I've ever seen on the internet. What is people's problem with that? Unless you're talking about the no. controllers, get out of my face with that energy. But the controllers, I will fight you to the death about. As I've gotten older, like I feel this way about sports teams too. I'm a Bengals fan. I love the Bengals to death. I followed them. I've gone to games. I watched them. I've dealt with the heartbreak my entire life. Finally, the last couple of years, we've had some good success. We still have never won a Super Bowl. Almost. And believe me, all of my friends are, of course, they're either Patriots fans or Steelers fans. Their team has Super Bowl wins. And no matter how good the Bengals are, they always, at the end of the year, I'm like, well, hey, we at least made the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> how many rings do you have? <laughs> count my rings. I've got zero because I'm just a fan. <laughs> but count them. There's more than your whole <laughs> franchise. Every time. And what I have come to realize in the last few years is that we are all stupid who are big sports fanatics because ultimately we're spending money and cheering for people we don't know to go play a game against each other that the result has literally zero impact on our lives, but we act like would be the most crazy, amazing thing to watch our team win. And then like the next year you're like, yeah, we won last year, but... And that's how everyone seems to be. It's like, well, yeah, we won last year, but can we do it again? Like, you guys just won a championship. Is your whole life not different? Do you not have, like, six yachts now and you're married to six models because your team won? Your life's the same? That's crazy. I can't believe we hate each other because you're a Steelers fan and I'm a Bengals fan or vice versa or whatever. It's the dumbest thing. It's so dumb. What I'm hearing is that you're not a sports fan, Wade. Yeah, exactly. I I've lost my rabidness. I got I, I got my rabies shot. Now all of a sudden I've lost my <laughs> sports fanaticism. I do love because I think in that moment we just found Wade's mocking voice. Because like <laughs> Bob, you <laughs> have yours, and then Wade, you just discovered your true hilarious. <laughs> oh, you important... beat us in one game. Tom Brady has 37 championships. <laughs> oh, God damn, Tom Brady has how many championships? I don't even know. I don't even know how many it is now. Seven, ten. 
I actually don't know anymore. <laughs> that no, that is an important and beautiful discovery, and thank you for pointing it out, Mark, because that is a true breakthrough. Didn't realize that was a thing. I hope it stays. I hope I remember it. Well, you know, I I have I have such an iconic mocking voice. We've just been waiting, Mark. What's your voice? Is it just the same one as mine, or do you? I have don't your know. Own? I haven't found it yet. Someday I will. We need to talk about something that you feel strongly as strongly about as Wade feels about sports. And give you the chance to, like, just completely, sincerely mock some person un- unabashedly. What do people who shit on Stadia sound like to you? I yeah, don't know. all those people that hated Stadia for so long, Mark. How do you feel about them? What do they always say to you, Mark? <sighs> they were right. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to mock him. He's just defeated. <laughs> that was oh, just sad. Did. Mark, I'm going to give you they... five pity points. Thank you. No, they were right about like Google Google canceling it, but it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all right. I didn't mean to kick you while you were down. Jeez, no, I was just it's trying to it's fine. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Royal Caribbean. Why settle on one kind of vacation this year? On Royal Caribbean, you can do it all. Catch waves on a surf simulator, lounge poolside, and check out a Broadway show. Then enjoy rustic Italian flavors at Giovanni's Italian Kitchen or hibachi and sushi at Izumi, all while setting sail to the Caribbean, Europe, or perfect day at Coco Cay, Royal Caribbean's private island. This isn't just one vacation. This is all the vacations. Visit royalcaribbean.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Coca-Cola. New Coca-Cola Spiced. It's not spicy, but it does have unexpected, extraordinary tastes. For some people, it's like... Like falling on a meteor, fighting a bear just to land safely on the ocean on your own private island with a new best friend? It's like when you're in that hotel in Las Vegas and the gondola singer is rowing you around the canals, and for that beautiful moment you forget you're not actually in Venice. It's like running into a hurricane, but then you find yourself in the eye of the storm and you're actually like a really pretty field, and like the wind is lightly blowing and there's like leaves and the smell of fall. Or it's like... But, you know, I had something and it wasn't that. And you really threw me off my groove. It's like hearing your friend come up with his own idea, but then realizing that your idea is so much better, you have to say it right now. Coca-Cola Spice, it's bursting with refreshing notes from raspberry and spice flavors. It's an uplifting taste experience unlike any other. Try all new Coca-Cola Spiced and Coca-Cola Spice Zero Sugar today and find out. Copyright 2024, the Coca-Cola Company. I guess to jump into another one, we're, we'll try to talk about the other ones a little bit more briefly. TikTok versus Vine versus Snapchat. Obviously, we all know Vine is gone, but I feel like a lot of people shit on Vine while it was around. Then after it left, everyone acts like it was this godly place that was so much better than TikTok. Whereas in reality, they accomplished pretty similar things. Snapchat, I, you can't, I don't know if you can watch Snapchat compilations somewhere or something like that, but that's what that people thing? talk about. I don't know. I've heard that. Those don't seem connected to me, but. I was looking into it before I did the episode and I saw people that were like, Snapchat versus TikTok. And I was like, are those comparable? Are there people that are like, Snapchat's better? Because they seem different to me. But TikTok and Vine, I think, are comparable to talk about, even though Vine's gone. But I feel like when TikTok came out, people were, like the Vine people were like, dude, they're just Vine, but worse. Boo! And it's like, I watched a compilation of both. And they're pretty similar to me. I For a while, I, I don't think it's the case as much anymore. But for a while, TikTok, I think, caught a lot of shit because it was 
musically and that became tiktok i don't remember if they got bought or what but musically was cringy right because it's basically just lip syncing along to songs like that was the whole thing about musically it became more of what tiktok is as it like developed but the original idea of musically i did not like i did not appreciate that it was That's really fair. cringy it, it is sometimes difficult to say what is cringy and what you're just out of touch with, but I think even people that use TikTok to this day can say musically is, is a little cringy, but for the people that used it, they liked it, and so who are we to shit on something that people like? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not, I'm definitely, if anyone's out of touch, it's, I'm a ripe candidate for that, so it might have just been not for me but tiktok and snapchat is that really the one we're going that i those just seem so different is this snapchat not they do to me too i don't know snapchat is primarily for like more direct communication right like you send videos that are in the same style as tiktoks but you send them send them back and forth to people or like you can post like stories on snapchat i don't know what they're called i don't use but it, they so still go away right it's not like you have a page where all of your snapchats are posted they go away after some amount of time that's the whole thing i thought snapchat was you take a picture or video of something type a little message and send it to like a person or several people and that was like yeah how you... there's a whole breadth was... of video yeah. production in snapchat with stories because they people forget snapchat was the first app that offered stories because it right. fell right in line with their temporary aspect of things and then every single other social media adopted and copied over stories for better or for worse uh but at the same time yeah a lot of features i don't use snapchat i haven't for years but when it comes down to it like yeah there's a very loyal base of people that are like snapchat oh i i watch stories on snapchat all the time because that's fine yeah Maybe that's yeah. what the, the competition is, but it just, that's another, I mean, uh, Marvel versus DC. Wait, 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 wait. I was going to say something about go the Snapchat for, go thing. Go Can it. I say the one thing that I, I think Snapchat ever, ever has come from Snapchat that I think is cool and I wish was still supported because it's been completely deprecated. Did you guys ever see these? Did you guys ever have these or uh, see these? Yeah. Sunglasses case. I think I have those I in the other room. Bought, I bought this pair of Snapchat glasses at Universal Studios Orlando when I was on a family vacation because they had a vending machine and I just saw it and I was like, whoa. And I like saw it and I went and did some research and I looked at it. I was like, wait, those are that's actually really sick. This is a little charging case. It charges on pogo pins and then these glasses have like a little button and they have, this is a camera. You could shoot Snapchat stories, just like wear these like sunglasses and you could be like, oh, that's cool. Boop. And like record a video from your first person perspective. I know it was a thing. These are super cool and they don't work anymore because they're not software supported by any software, including the current Snapchat app. Coolest thing that Snapchat ever did right here. You should make a new version of these that's a little less dweeby looking. You put those with Mark Stadia controller and you've got a whole bunch of relevant cool stuff. <sighs> this is still useful. I can still use this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. I still Stadia use Stadia controller has, has use. These, I only, they sit next to me and I wish they worked. But they are, it's a cool, it's a little bit feeding into toxic social media and obsessively sharing every moment of yeah, every day. But, but it's it. cool. Like I would do that and I would use them for my own purposes because I would just take videos and then put them on my... My, uh, you know, my home, my uh, what are those fucking things called? Help! Wait a minute! God damn it! The thing—it's no. a screen, and mm. there's pictures on it. Mm. Digital photo frames. Uh, those. Oh, that's I so brave! I'm gonna give you 16 those. points. Fuck! Thanks. Well, You're welcome. Fuck, uh, apparently. <laughs> Wait How many points did Mark earn for that? Hey, look, guys! They're charging. The case—the case has batteries still. Uh, Mark, how many points do you want? Uh, 30. All right. 
<laughs> oh, whoa, wait, wait a minute. I didn't realize. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Well, you asked. I didn't have All an answer, right. so I'm going to ask Mark. Um, uh, but yeah, we could. Sorry, I just I just happen to have those. Let's, we I didn't mean to hijack the whole thing. The last one, I'll, I mean, I've got a whole list here, but just to wrap it up, Marvel versus DC is another one. Now I know movie wise, in the last 10, 20 years, Marvel's had a lot more success than DC has, but the comic books themselves and growing up, like growing up, Batman and Spider Man were like the two big things in my brain that I remember. I had like Spider-Man toys, like watching Spider-Man on TV. Batman had like all kinds of different movies and shows and stuff on. There was Batman Beyond that came out. Good show. There was so much Batman and DC was pretty much like thriving because of it. And I loved Batman. Still do. But in, in you know, more recent years, I mean, people now are thinking like, oh, okay, well, obviously the Marvel has had so much more cinematic success and some of the DC movies bombed. But that's a relatively small time sample compared to like the longevity of how long they've been around. And in my lifetime, I've really seen it flip, right? Because like I said, I feel like DC was more... Well, then I think there was like a um, X-Men show, like a cartoon. But I didn't watch that nearly as much as I watched the Batman shows as a kid. So like, I don't know as much about that or how popular that was comparatively. The X-Men cartoon was really good. That was, was it? I didn't I, watch it I too much. Was... I didn't realize what you were doing, Wade, for just... It, it took me a my second, ear. like, where you went like this, and I was like... What? It My was ear really so is strange. I yeah, I, I picked up on that later. I hope that some people who I can are give you a full side by side next time if you want to see me do I, it. It was just such a random action. I didn't. I was just like totally blown away and thrown off by <laughs> just like suddenly doing that. I mean, like, I was like, wait, are you right? Mark, this is the cool way to wear headphones. Have you oh, not? Uh, did, have you not man. seen this? I didn't know join that. us I on this. This is why you got to be on Snapchat. Everyone on yeah. Snapchat is is sharing that. Yeah, with my hair, it doesn't even look like it's off my hair, so I, I'm not as cool. You get your prop cigar, and yeah, he works it into every episode. I don't know how he does it. He really needs to get his money out of that cigar. I guess I really do. I gotta earn it back. I was like, can I write this off on taxes? Like, it's a toy cigar. No. And I was like, but I use it. Do you want the lead on Marvel versus DC, Mark? Do you have strong opinions about this? No, not really. I just, I, I, if people are going for a certain faction, like, I think they're missing the point. And that's what I never really liked about the whole Marvel DC thing is like, why do you need to grab bag all of the universe? Because there are things in Marvel that I definitely don't like, or there's no reason to like it or whatever. It's just like, it's just strange to be so incredibly married to one. Whereas there are heroes from both that are really appreciable and you don't have to be like, yeah. there's Batman doesn't go around like, oh, DC for life, you know, and then Spider-Man doesn't go like, I'm glad I'm in Marvel. You know, it's like, it's not. Can you imagine if they did? God, that would, that would be so off-putting. I'm an Avenger. A Marvel Avenger. I'm a Marvel's Avengers. I'm a DC Avenger. I mean, I guess, Bob, if you have a strong opinion, you could jump in, but I, I do have a follow-up from Mark. My, my take would be, if you want to talk about their media plan over the last couple decades, yeah, the MCU has been wildly successful. If you want to talk about how much of the MCU I have given a shit about because it's so flooded and saturated with content that it feels like they're just vomiting out an endless stream of meaningless content that never stops and none of it is very bad, but none of it is very good either. Basically, since Marvel Phase 2... I have kind of been like over it and like, I'm, I don't know how people watch 30 Marvel movies a year plus six TV shows plus all this. Like there's so much shit. It's easy to say like, yeah, DC has really fumbled their, you know, the, the justice league franchise. Not so great. Some of their movie franchises, really not so good movies hit and miss. Like, yeah, that has to do with them as a media company. And that's like, 
that doesn't really have to do anything to do with the characters and the universes. I'm 100% with Mark. But I'm really sick of all of the superhero shit. Let's come up with a new type of movie and TV show to put out. Because holy fuck do I not need to watch another Thor movie where Thor is randomly friends with some new Avenger now. And it's the 80s! God, I don't fucking care. Holy yeah. crap. The, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 came out. I'm glad it's over! Jesus Christ! I don't care that there's hair metal songs on the soundtrack to your movie! If, get, stop making them! God damn, it's a talking raccoon. Got it, very cool. The tree is Groot. Good! It's over now! Jesus Christ! So brave, 16 points. But yeah, no, I'm just like, they put out so much shit in the, in the, the more recent phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's like, ugh, it's just a flood of mediocre stuff is how it feels like. None of it's that good. They're just cashing in on it. Fine. If, if you like it, it's fine. But I'm, it's like, ugh. Mark, you want 30 more points? I'll take 30 more points, yeah. Mark had said like at the end of his, how he really didn't care and didn't think it, like, there was no reason to alienate one versus the other. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but that was like the gist of it. Yeah. And that's kind of like the whole point of this episode was not for us to have strong opinions. It was to talk about how kind of silly it is to have strong opinions because I like Skyline and Goldstar. I like Coke and Pepsi depending like Skyline. If you go to Skyline or Goldstar, you're having Pepsi with it or Pepsi products unless you get water. They only serve that. So unless you get Skyline to go and have like a Coke with it at home, if you want a soda with your chili and you're eating at the restaurant, you're having a Pepsi product. So I kind of grew up pairing Skyline with Pepsi. So whenever I have chili, I kind of crave Pepsi because in my brain, that's how I've always paired them. Whereas at home, I'll buy Coke, vanilla Coke, whatever, but I will drink both. All of these things we've talked about. I, I loved watching Michael Jordan growing up. I loved watching LeBron. I think they're both amazing players. Different uh, fast food franchise. We didn't talk about it, but like McDonald's versus Burger King was a big thing growing up. Wendy's obviously comes in and like trounces on them in a lot of ways, but people still prefer one or the other. Different sports teams, chili places, pizza places, Snapchat, Vine, TikTok, different clothing companies, shoe companies, Marvel, DC. They can all really be enjoyed and appreciated. The one thing about fantasy football, whenever I played fantasy football 20 years ago that I appreciated was the fact that I started caring about players and teams other than the Bengals. Because it's like, well, dude, I've got this wide receiver on my team. I want him to see him do well. And it's like, wow, I'm rooting for this guy who's not on the Bengals. This has never happened. And then, like, it's he would fun. get traded somewhere else. And it's like, well, I like that guy. He helped me win that thing. And I've also kind of followed his career a little bit. I know his ups and downs. Like, I've started, it started humanizing the sport for me where it was like, I'm still a Bengals fan, but I no longer have, like, a passionate hatred towards, like, Pittsburgh or whoever else because now it's like now I'm seeing the more the side that the fact that we've gotten so rabid that we don't even see the fact that there's people just playing a sport they love and making a career it was my team you wins your team sucks you cheaters I hate you all and a lot of this is just unnecessary competition it's just we've made everything into a competition that doesn't need to be it's us versus them or me versus you in ways that we could just be like I just enjoy these things I don't know it, it, to me, the whole point of this is it's unnecessary. We really don't get anything out of it. It's fun to be competitive sometimes, but I feel like everything, I mean, even politics, you name it, it's gone, everything's competitive and everything's about winning versus losing. And I don't know, I, I just feel like it's gotten too far to some extent. Maybe it always has been, but I'm just old enough now to see it for our lifetimes and I know our more recent examples. But at the end of the day, you can enjoy a lot of things that are different, even if they are competitors with each other. These brands competing with each other don't mean shit to us on an individual level. For the majority of us, it's literally just, there is that much more entertainment we can either 
enjoy or not enjoy because it's expensive buying all these fucking consoles and shit. But there's just more variety of stuff out there to try and enjoy, especially with food, I guess. So not wanting to pick a side like Marvel or DC to me makes more sense nowadays. But everyone, I don't know, I guess I say everyone very, it's a very sweeping generalization, but a lot of people seem to be very passionate about their brand, even though their brand doesn't know they exist and would do nothing for them if given the chance. Yeah, yeah I would I, do nothing for anyone, man. I'm, uh, I love those guys. Yeah. It's very I, brave, Bob. I, 16 points. <laughs> I feel like being brand loyal to one particular thing excludes you from opening your eyes to so much more. It's like the stories with just sports, but also just in terms of like tech and, and the landscape. I was forever just like, I will never do Mac at all because PC versus Mac is another big thing. Windows versus Mac specifically. Oh, yeah. I've got Apple versus Android on here. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, once I got my MacBook, I appreciated it for what it was, and it became like a very useful tool for a very specific thing. It had better battery life, it had better, especially when the new M M the chips. The M1 MacBook has such ridiculous battery life. The M chips are crazy. Oh yeah, no, my MacBook Pro with like the M2 Max chip, like the best chip it has, can tackle video editing, it can tackle file management, it can tackle data transfer. I have a much better appreciation now, especially than before for Thunderbolt, Originally, I was like, oh, screw Thunderbolt. Much I was like, screw Mac. You mean USB-C? Oh, God, don't talk to me about USB-C. I never want you know to hear Mark, you. Yeah, 30 no, points for your pain. 30 points for your pain. Thank you. Thank Everyone you. knows what USB-C is, Mark. It's not complicated. Oh, Calm down. God, definitely not complicated at all. It's so ubiquitous. It's ubiquitous. Uh, well, no, yeah. I like your points, guys. You can make some good points. All right, wait. Let's decide the winner of this competition. Snap, snap. Come on. <laughs> all right. I'm ready. Only because I have to. All right, I'm tallying the points. Bob, I gave you 16 points a lot. I don't know why. That was just an arbitrary <laughs> I number. Did. I thought there was going to be some meaning to that, but there okay. wasn't. No, it's sure, sure. However, this is a complete coincidence, and this was not planned. I swear to you, no matter what. Mark, I gave you five points early on for something. I don't remember what. But then I gave you 30 points three times. There's no way. I gave you 30 points three times, and I gave you five points. Bob, I gave you 16 points however many times. You guys can if do the math I at home. I am one point... Are you telling me I'm one point short of Mark if I'm doing the rough I'm math telling you correctly? you are one point ahead. It's 96 oh! to 95. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you want to accept the results <laughs> of this, Bob, you won by <laughs> one point... Wow. I mean, whenever I gave the last 30 to Mark there, I saw that it would have gotten to 95, and I was like, that's kind of funny. But no, listen, you know what, though, Wade, your point, your your statement, your conclusion at the end of this episode has moved me. Plus, I'm a stubborn man, and I demand do satisfaction. Don't, don't, don't do, do this. I don't want do this episode no. to be decided no, no, no. by a coin flip. No. Bob, I'm running Mark? out of ideas. Bob. Mark will call it in the air, and if I lose, I will I will take a pity victory, but it will be very unsatisfying. How about that? I will <laughs> I actually, cannot believe this, man. I will actually host the next one, but I, I will I will this. take no victory, but I will host the next one uh, as a I, as a I kept form track of penance of points for my everything. stubbornness. All right. Well, you're the host. You don't have to do what I'm saying. Yeah, I just I do it because I also just I have to see this. Word. I can't lose another one, right? <sighs> I impossible. I understand that the the odds don't change. That it's fine. But like I can't possibly lose another what coin color, flip. Bob? Make it green. Okay. And Mark's calling this in the air? Yeah, Mark, you call it in the air. 
Okay. Call it whatever you want, and there's just no way that I'm going to lose this again. I, you literally don't have to. You're winning right now. You could take the win. Click the button. Okay, I'm going to click and th mark. We ready to call it. Ready. Three, two, one, call it. Tails. Oh! oh! He's done it! Bob wins! <laughs> Bob wins! Oh man, both on points and the coin flip. Double fair, double victory. It only counts once, but whatever. Bob, do you want to see if you also win on the wheel? Yeah, oh, roll God. it, keep it rolling. Let it ride, baby. Win on the wheel back. Come on. Can he go three for three? Ah. Eh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Has been a chove! You broke all the curses! That's incredible. Oh. I am so proud of you, Bob. I'll I'll take this loss. However, first. today is opposite day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 right. Congratulations, oh, Bob. You won in every God. way imaginable. <laughs> and I will not take it from you. <laughs> No one can. No one can. No one can take this from me. I earned this. I don't know if either of you are ready for this because this doesn't happen anymore, but Bob, do you have a winner's speech? I do. You know what? You, you had uh, Your theme of today's episode was, uh, was grandiose and perhaps ahead of its time. Some may say you were a fool for even thinking such things, but I think you were right. I gave up on the notion of, of winning and competing and and making it all about me versus you, and I embraced chaos and luck, and I was rewarded by finally having all the curses that have been laid upon me uh, thrown aside and broken to pieces. I am a free man. I claim this victory in the name of fairness and peace among friends, and I just want to say thank you to everyone, and especially whoever coded that website that flips the coin. Thank you for making sure I finally won one, so Wade and Mark don't have to keep hosting and burning through their ever-shortening list of, of episode ideas that I'm sure they really wish they had a lot more of. None of the episodes using that coin have come out yet, so they have no idea we even used their website for the coin, because we recorded both of those today. Oh. So. Well, then God just wanted me to win. That was just, I just deserve it then. Anyway, I'm, I will, I love you guys and I feel better. I, I, the weight has been lifted and I feel like a new man. I'm relieved, but also disappointed because it was one of the best, funniest things that has happened on this show in a long time. However, you deserve to have a break from that losing streak. That was no pretty. No one will ever believe that wasn't just a straight No, up there will always be someone, some conspiracy theorist no will ever who will that. think that we staged this. We did not <laughs> stage a single flip, a single spin. Not one. The last time I legitimately and fairly won an episode of this podcast was on April 24th, 2023, when I won the Riddles and Rhymes episode where I was the only competitor. It has been a while. What did you have prior to that? The one, the last win I had before that was on April 17th, 
the million dollars butt episode hosted by Mark. I won that one. So April 17th, wow. when does this one air that we just recorded? Do we know? 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 episodes later, I have finally won. That is an entire month of two episodes a week, plus a few, that I did not successfully win an episode of this podcast. I thought I had a really long streak before, but mine was a really long streak time-wise because we used to only do one episode a week. Yours was, I think, longer, and it was during the two episode a week time period. This has been unparalleled on our show. But it's finally over. I truly am the goat of losing episodes. Yes, but not anymore. Now one of us will be. Mark, what's your loser speech? Speaking of losing. Thank goodness I was really running out of ideas uh, to come into a new episode. <laughs> Me too, man. We've hosted a lot. Yeah, so I'm glad to be off the chopping block for a bit. And I can't wait to see how fair <laughs> and if... if Definitely Bob won't make himself win again. I hope Bob wins his own episode. Oh, it, we both it'll need be some fair. time off, Just man. wait and see. You'll see how fair it is. It'll be, oh, it'll be the most yes, fair. Man. I don't like the way he's saying that, but... Uh, don't I even worry about it. It's very fair. I accept this loss graciously uh, with lots of uh, grace and graciousness. Well, good episode, boys. I can't believe it was one point apart and you still wanted the coin flip, but I'm glad the fate smiled upon you today. The wheel, too. Both of those had never really gone your way. I feel very vindicated. I yeah. it was very lucky that that happened, and I could have thrown it all away once again, like an idiot. But I feel very satisfied. What well, a big catharsis! I'm good. good. I'm happy. I'm excited. Yeah, and I cannot honestly reiterate enough. None of this was staged. Every coin flip was the only attempt for each particular one. It wasn't like we were like, oh, just slip it till he loses. Then we'll oh, I can't believe. No, it was all legitimate and. The statistic, I, I don't even know what the odds are of it happening the way it did. You really can, we don't need to ex explain how much of a loser I am God, anymore. fate hated you for about, a long time. It's okay, I, uh, it's, did. yep, no. Never I've seen learned, worse I, luck in yep. my life. Well, now that it's broken, I should definitely place a very large bet on something or buy a lottery ticket or whatever. That's, yes, lose everything on a different bet. I'm a lucky man now, I have the luck, so I'll, I'll... Look forward to that. Next episode, I'll tell you how I won. And for all of you at home, you can watch Bob's other bad luck at my skirm on Twitch and YouTube. You can find Mark at Markiplier. I'm Wade. You can find me Lord Minion 777 or Minion 777. Uh, we have merch for the podcast that hopefully is restocked. Store.distractedpodcast. Oh, by this point, in time, it must be restocked. Store.distractedpodcast.com. I don't know what happened to me there, but that's the website. Look forward to the next episode where Bob will legitimately host for the first time in a month. Stay tuned for that. Congrats again. Until next time, podcast out.